You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. There's this group of seniors that works at the EPA, and it seems like they really like it. They just don't like the insanely low wages they're getting paid. Today on Parts Per Billion, we look at the agency's practice of hiring retirees and try to figure out whether this is a win-win or a win-lose. Hello, and welcome back once again to Parts Per Billion, the environmental podcast from Bloomberg Law. I'm your host, David Schultz. It's not always easy to find a job when you're in your 50s or 60s or beyond. Your skills maybe don't line up with what employers want, and let's face it, age discrimination is a thing. The EPA created a program that's designed to address this problem and several others. It's called the Senior Environmental Employment Program, and it's relatively unique among federal agencies. Most agencies are willing to hire back their former employees after they retire on a contract basis. Through this program, however, the EPA will hire any senior, whether they've worked at the agency or not, to do basic administrative duties, and in some cases, even more complex stuff. The EPA sees this as a win-win for everyone. It frees up the time of its regular employees to do more complicated work, and it gives seniors work experience and a chance to earn a little extra income. But as reporter Stephen Lee found out, the key word there is little. The EPA is paying these seniors jaw-droppingly low wages and hasn't changed their pay scale in nearly a decade. Stephen spoke with several of the EPA senior workers, and they told him they're getting really frustrated with this wage stagnation, and they think the program isn't doing what it was created to do. It's really the intention was to give older workers a chance to be productive in their golden years, uh, lets them keep busy, it lets them earn a little extra money, and at the same time, they're contributing their valuable expertise to the EPA. So, you know, in theory, it's a win-win. And the, the agency calls it a work experience program and sort of with the intent, the, the suggestion being that it's kind of for people to, to learn. So who are these people? Are they uh, former EPA employees or could it just be anyone? Some of them are former EPA employees. You don't have to be. You, you just have to be over the age of 55. So they, you know, people kind of come from different backgrounds. And it also depends on the type of work you're doing. I mean, it, it ranges from clerical work. You know, those people tend to come from maybe they worked in an office their entire lives. Uh, that's at the low end. And then on the high end, you've got professional and scientific workers. And those tend to be people who have some, if not EPA experience, some kind of government uh, experience. So it sounds like they're doing stuff that's not just kind of menial, like low-skilled work. They're, they, some of these seniors are actually doing pretty substantive uh, work here. Yeah, some of them are. I mean, I, I, I talked to a couple of people who 
our long-term um, scientists, government scientists, talked to some people who have experience in kind of the mechanics of sort of working in a government bureaucracy. There was one person I spoke to who was involved in handing out certain kinds of permits. And, you know, that's a fairly specified type of job. And, you know, what this person said is that uh, there's only two people in that office who know how to do that kind of work, you know, process these permits. And the other person's a contractor. So in other words, there's no full-time EPA employee in this very large regional office that knows how to do the work that this retiree is doing. Okay, so it sounds like they're doing some, you know, essential work that maybe few other people know how to do. Um, how much are they getting paid? There is a pay scale. It starts at $7.27 an hour. <laughs> that is not what most uh, economists would consider to be a living wage. And it, it does range up, but it maxes out at $18.16 an hour. So still not a lot of money. And that's for like, that's at the very high end uh, for scientists and professionals. These wage rates were set several years ago by the EPA, and they have not been increased since 2010. Mm. Um, how do they, how does the EPA justify such a low salary? Because I mean, these are, I mean, that's in some states lower than the minimum wage. Uh, right. Um, it's important to note that it's, it's, they're not violating any labor laws in the states where they are paying very low wages. I mean, they, they, they are uh, abiding by the, the, the law, but they basically say that, you know, these wages are fair for the kind of work that people are doing. And they also say that, you know, you cannot compare these wages to the wages of full-time EPA employees because the type of work and the responsibilities are so different. Wages are not the only uh, thing that these uh, seniors are getting from the government. They're also getting health insurance in some cases. Can you talk about how, how that works? I mean, that seems, especially for seniors, that's a pretty big benefit. The health insurance, according to the EPA, does not require participants to pay premiums. So that's a good benefit. I'll say. But uh, what I did hear from some retirees is that the deductibles are very high. One person said that her deduct deductible is $1,800. And for catastrophic, it's 3500 So, you know, if you're making $20,000 a year, and the other thing I should mention, too, is that this is full-time work for a lot of people. They're working 35, 40 hours a week. Uh, they're not just going over to the EPA for a couple hours in the afternoon. So they don't consider that to be a great benefit. So we're going to take a quick break now. But when we come back, we'll ask Stephen how the coronavirus pandemic is affecting this whole situation. Stay tuned. Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's dedication. It's fortitude. And it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. 
Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. We're back, and we're talking with environmental reporter Stephen Lee about the EPA's practice of hiring seniors at very low wages. Stephen says the older workers here don't really have a ton of bargaining power. Uh, it's very hard. They have very little bargaining power. They, they, they're not in a union, and they, there's no national organization that represents them. So there's very little they can do. Um, you're right. Well, the one thing they want is a wage increase, and the EPA has so far not agreed to give them that. And the retirees just have very little ability to force the agency's hand because, you know, look, they need these jobs uh, to put food on the table and, and, and gas in the tank. And so they're trying to come together in little groups here and there, uh, sort of across the country. They're writing letters. They're trying to make connections. They're trying to reach the right people. But they have been frustrated by the fact that they, they have not been able to get much done and it's it's worth mentioning that they also don't want to stir up too much trouble. I mean, these people, for the most part, feel lucky to have these jobs, um, and and they need them to to make ends meet. And it sounds like you know the the people who have these jobs, the seniors that you spoke with, feel like they want to be a part of a sort of mission driven organization because one of them said, you know, I could be making more money at a car wash uh, than working here. So it must be that there's some uh, sense of pride that they get that, that, you know, keeps them there as opposed to working at, at a, you know, minimum wage job elsewhere. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely true. And, and it's true across the board of everyone who works at the EPA. I mean, you know, for the most part, these are people who have um, uh, desirable, marketable skills. And, of course, that's not true necessarily across the board. There are some clerical folks. But, yeah, in general, I mean, the reason that people want to work at the EPA, whether they're retirees or they're full-time employees, is because they're drawn to the mission. They want to do something that's good for the nation, good for the environment. And so, and they, they are almost uniformly delighted to be working at the EPA. Um, they find it very fulfilling and rewarding, and they feel like they're really contributing to something important. They just want to get a little bit uh, more pay. Let's talk about those other people at the EPA, though. I mean, the the full-time employees who are earning, you know, regular federal employee salaries. I have to imagine this isn't great for them either, Uh, A, because it sort of, um, you know, erodes their bargaining power. You know, if they want to negotiate for higher wages, that the EPA can just say, oh, we'll just have a sort of senior uh, uh, do this for less pay. But also that it, you know, it has to be frustrating because the agency has had such a reduction in headcount over the last decade or so. Um, and it seems like this is a way that the agency can still do the same, do more with less or do the same with less. Yeah, some people have said that. Some of the retirees have said, look, I think this is a way of getting like really cheap labor. Uh, we, you're right. We know that the EPA has been reducing staff, but they also have been reducing the numbers of retirees in this program. And when you talk to regular employees, they, for the most part, support the retirees. They want to see them get more pay. You know, they work with these people. They have personal relationships with them. They like them. Um, and you're right. They say that they have been short-staffed for years. These people play a, an important role in, you know, filling in some of the gaps and doing some of the back office work that is necessary for everything the EPA does. And if you didn't have 
this kind of core of retirees helping out and you can't hire more people, then you're going to have to transition full-time employees into those jobs. So this, the presence of these retirees, I think, frees up the full-time employees to, to do other kinds of work. But finally, I wanted to talk to you about the pandemic because it affects everything and it may affect this. Um, seniors are, of course, you know, some of the people who are the most at risk for uh, complications from contracting uh, the coronavirus. Um, and I have to imagine that, you know, it was already difficult to bring these seniors on uh, before because of the, the wages being so low. And it just feels like that must have been that must be getting even more difficult now. What's going on with that? How is the the pandemic and the way it affects seniors affecting this program at the EPA? It's a good question, and I'm afraid I don't have a great answer. I think you're probably right. Uh, it stands to reason, and um, uh, and the the other impact that I think coronavirus is having is that you know obviously the economy is cratering, and people are increasingly worried about their personal finances, whatever their jobs are. And again and again, I heard that people in this program are really concerned about their job security. So you would imagine that if they were worried about making ends meet before coronavirus, they've, they've got to be even more worried about it now. That's a great point. I guess that, that you know, on the one hand, you would think it might make, um, you know, it might reduce the workforce, I guess, uh, to draw from. Uh, but on the other hand, you're right. The one people, the seniors who currently fill these jobs uh, would have would be even more, um, you know, hesitant to kind of agitate and, and to, to negotiate. So that just puts them in an even tougher situation. Right. And, you know, what we also know is that there is age discrimination. It's a lot harder to get a job when you're over a certain age. Um, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the fact is that people are living much longer now. And so, you know, it's it's getting harder and harder to have enough money saved up for retirement when you when you're 55 or 60 or whatever, however old you are, and you know there's a chance you may live another 30, 40 years. Uh, we are seeing more and more people, you know, older people uh, being forced to find other work to sustain themselves. That's it for today's episode of Parts Per Billion. If you want more environmental news, check out our website news.bloombergenvironment.com. That website, once again, is news.bloombergenvironment.com. Today's episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself, along with Josh Block and Marissa Horn. Parts Per Billion was created by Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. The music for today's episode is A Message by Jazar and Flag Waver by Alan Morehouse. They were used under a Creative Commons license. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hi, I'm Laura Carlson, and I'm dropping into your feed to tell you about Prognosis, a new daily show from Bloomberg. Monday through Friday, we'll spend a few minutes with you every afternoon to help you understand life in the time of COVID-19. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. So come back every afternoon for our coverage and stay safe. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. 
Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Success is more than a destination. It's dedication. It's fortitude. And it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. It's the best of each of us, made better by the best in all. All of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.